This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. News team, assemble! It's time for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. After four long, tense days, we've reached a historic moment in this election. We can now project the winner of the presidential race. CNN projects Joseph R. Biden Jr. is elected the 46th president of the United States, winning the White House and denying President Trump a second term. We're able to make this projection because CNN projects Biden wins Pennsylvania. The former vice president in his third run for the highest office, pulling off a rare defeat of a sitting commander in chief. With this victory, Kamala Harris is set to become the first woman and the first person of color to be the vice president. Again, CNN projects Joe Biden will become the 46th president of the United States. Biden is president elect of the United States. Uh, Biden uh, is being called uh, with the the Pennsylvania uh, votes that have just come in. Uh, Biden has been elected, Mika, and uh, uh, tell us about it. Well, uh, the president-elect of the United States, Joe Biden, has run for president three times, and the third time has turned out to be the charm, not only the charm, but possibly the most consequential election of our lifetimes. He is 77 years old. He was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania, but calls Wilmington, Delaware, his home. At the age of 29, Joe Biden became one of the youngest people ever elected to the U.S. Senate, and that is where he stayed for decades. Uh, even, quite frankly, through tremendous tragedy that has struck his life. What you do have, though, is an, a historic vice president elect in Kamala Harris, and her victory represents a handful of firsts. The first woman, the first black woman, the first Indian American woman, the first daughter of immigrants to be sworn in as vice president of the United States. She talked about, of course, she's a stepmom being referred to as Mamala by her her stepdaughters. You know, someone she was a presidential candidate, too. Let's not forget that. She was a presidential candidate. And she ran and managed and has executive skill running a big thing. And what will be really, really interesting is Joe Biden, who has had the job of and was deputized to do very specific things by by Barack Obama, knows the power of having an effective vice president who can execute. And what will he ask Kamala Harris to to oversee and be in charge of? Statement now from former Vice President Biden. George, we now have the first reaction from the president-elect. I'm going to go ahead and read this statement in full. Joe Biden saying, I am honored and humbled by the trust the American people have placed in me and in Vice President-elect Harris. In the face of unprecedented obstacles, a record number of Americans voted, proving once again that democracy beats deep in the heart of America. He goes on to say with the campaign over, it's time to put the anger and the harsh rhetoric behind us and come together as a nation. It's time for America to unite and to heal. He concludes by saying, we are the United States of America, and there's nothing we can't do if we do it together. The moment the entire country has been waiting for after a very close race. NBC News now projects that Joe Biden has won the Keystone State, Pennsylvania, and its 20 electoral vote. 
The Fox News decision desk can now project that former Vice President Joe Biden will win Pennsylvania and Nevada, putting him over the 270 electoral votes he needs to become the 46th president of the United States. Donald Trump, the 45th president of the United States, who stated in this process, I will never give up fighting for you and our nation, will be denied a second term. That has not happened since 1992 and President George H.W. Bush. Keep in mind the Trump Trump campaign is in the midst of waging legal challenges in several states, but the path is clear for the new president-elect. The states will all need to officially certify the vote. In the middle of a pandemic, almost 150 million Americans voted, and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will receive the most votes of any presidential ticket ever. Senator Kamala Harris will be the first woman and the first woman of color to become vice president of the United States. President Trump garnered five and a half million more votes than he did in 2020 than he did in 2016 and closed the gap in the final days after barnstorming the nation. Hey, y'all. It is Biden Harris. You can do your own applause because I know y'all probably who's still drunk. <laughs> they would announce it on a Saturday, too. But anyway, uh, this is the G podcast. Every week we do news, politics, pop culture, that hot tea from Tanya B. Uh, you can definitely listen to us on Amazon Music. Use your Echo Smart device and simply say, Alexa, play This Is The G Podcast. Um, I, I guess I got to ask, are, are y'all exhausted? Yeah. <laughs> uh, What's the moment? I'm good. <laughs> wait, wait, what did you say, Tanya? Be get closer to the mic. What did you say? I said, my gas tank is not empty. I've still got some miles left on my car. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, I'm good. Yeah, I I'm, gave up two tonight. You say what? I thought, hey, I thought monitoring it on a timely basis after two tonight. Man, I was, I was, I was watching, you know, Steve Kornacki and and <laughs> all of them, man. I mean, all the way through yeah. the end. But let me say this, y'all, and and let me thank CNN, MSNBC, CBS Morning News, ABC, and NBC News, also Fox. I tried to get Tanya B. I tried to get BET. And TV One, but they were showing Sanford and Son reruns in Moesha. Oh, so. And what did you expect? They had to find a way. Oh, wait, TV One had to find a way to pay Andrew Gillum. They gave him a gig. Oh, so shit. What? By running those commercials. Yes. Did, did they trade him some, um, you know, trade him a car or something <laughs> to get in there? Yeah. All right. Maybe they gave him a hotel room, but I'm bumping. Oh, no. Don't give him a hotel room. <laughs> he need to stay he need to stay close far away from hotel rooms okay but um hey you know here, here a couple of things y'all and and i want to get into um i wanted to just start the show off with this because hell this is the biggest thing happening in, in the world right now um and you know I, I just a couple of takeaways and and i want your opinions um the the troubling thing about this i want to jump into this first okay Black men I want to give you some stats, okay? Oh. Well, in 2008, black men voted 95% for Barack Obama, okay? 95%. In 2012, the number was 87%. Um, moving up to, let's see here, right around Hillary, okay? So we're looking at Hillary Clinton in 2016, 82%. So we've gone from 95% in 
87%. With Hillary, 2016, 82%. What do you think the number was for Biden this year? By by 75, 70? (laughs) Tanya, but you got a guess. I was going to say, I I know before you were saying it it was the issue of Kamala, only 36% of men of color voted for that Democratic ticket. So I'll say 50. Oh, no, 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 not that bad. But it's gone to 80%. Okay, so so we've seen a slide with black males from 95% all the way down. I'm sorry, yeah, from 95% all the way down to 80%. Now, black women have continued to stay well above 90%, almost in the mid-90s. But there's a problem with black men, man. And, and, and you know, I'll start it off. There are a couple of things I want to get to, but I wanted to bring that up um, among, among a few other things. Why do y'all think there's a problem? With black men, I mean, I've got my opinion, and I'll give you that. But, but Vi, you look like you you might know. What? Why do you think? Priorities. We got our Go priorities ahead, messed up. We care more about money mm-hmm. and by ourselves. We don't think about everybody, about your fellow man, about your people. I'm thinking about me, mm-hmm. and that's always been our problem. Me. We don't start thinking about everybody else until we uh, fall up into trouble, like OJ. Yeah, he was all for the everybody, but when it came time to go to jail, he black now. No, dude, you was always black. Yeah, yeah. And that's our problem. Yeah. And I, it, it baffles me to see what's going on. And Trump is with the white people. Hmm. Yet we we can find our ways to vote for that. Like Fifty Cent said, well, Fifty Cent said, oh, I saw the taxes. Oh, I'm not going for that. Yeah, really, your your money mean that much to you? Well, let, let me give you another. Well, Tanya B, what do you what do you think, Tanya B? What are your thoughts? I think it does have something to do with men uh, having an issue with uh, Vice President Elect Harris. Number one, number two, I think some apathy has set in because they might have said, "Well, look what happened before when a woman ran." Number three. One thing we have to really keep in mind, and although I say five on it to LeBron James and those who have helped um, those people who are reentering society reclaim their right to vote, think of all the men of color who have gone to jail since that time, Mm -hmm. who have gotten out and didn't even try to find out. They just assumed that they did not have the right to vote. And the other thing is, it's in, and I'm glad to see this with some people now, anything that takes them out of their comfort zone that's uncomfortable, they don't want to do. But you'll stand in line for Jordan, then you'll stand in line to get a concert ticket. Hell, you'll stand in line for, you know, some a hot TV at the barbershop on a Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. but you don't want to stand in line to vote. Yeah. Well, let me, let me say this, y'all. Um, in my opinion, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in line with you, Vi, but that, that it is economics. It's, it's about money. But I think part of it is not just people being selfish. It's just, you know, I don't think I think the Republican Party, especially Trump, did more with in, in, in terms of his messaging directed at black, the black, you know, the black community geared toward economics, geared toward putting money, whether you believe it or not. Now, that's the thing. Okay. Whether you think they'll do it or not is the question. But I think that's the hook. I mean, you know, come on, Vi, between you and I, I mean, black, you know, men in general, and and, and Trump did well with white men as well. So so the male men tend to do better with Trump 
White men did well with Trump, but it's an economic thing. I mean, you know, men want to, you know, be head of household. You know, men want to, you know, support their families, not just to be selfish. So, you know, in, in my opinion, and this is where I'm concerned, well, not necessarily concerned, but I think there's an opportunity for the Biden campaign. OK, they have to do and Democrats in general have to do a better job uh, in messaging when it comes down to economics, when it comes down to economic improvement. And, 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 and you know, that's the thing. I mean, you can you can stay social. I, I get it. You know, in terms of, you know, I, I know there are folks on the fringe who are, you know, gung ho. The first thing they want to deal with is climate change. But, you know, come on, Vi, between, you know, I, I hell, I grew up on Captain Planet. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I grew up in, in the in the hippie generation. I mean, I'm all about my, trying to save the planet. But but here's my point. I, yeah. My point. Do you care? I, I mean, get, do you care I about climate change? Paid. Let me ask you. you do. OK. But it, is it I number is it number one? Change, is it number one for you? It's not. The, okay. the big picture to me is the is the social aspect of how we've been treated as black people. OK. Yep. That's what I'm saying. How can you get past that? Yeah. But there are some black men and you saw it come out, especially um, from the hip hop community. You know, when you saw the male rappers come step up, you know, yeah. and, and support him, you know, they always they, they, they put money, you know, money over everything. That was that, our priorities are messed up. But that's but like, that's the nature of like, the, like you, that's the our nature. They're like, yeah, these days you got women making more money than men. Yeah. A man got a problem with that. He'd rather be poor. Mm hmm. They have won't make more money. What sentiment? If she's sharing her money with you and y'all are family, mm -hmm. then that's all that matters. But you feel like I'm less than a man. No, you more of a man if you can handle that. Well, I think it's no, it's, it's an ego thing. It is an ego thing. Go ahead, Tony B. Direction from women. And one thing I will say, if Trump is good at one thing, it's that he is a master of manipulation. Yes. He found those trigger words mm -hmm. that lit the fire. In men, white, black, Latino, Asian, and otherwise, he found that he found right. that trigger, and money. he played upon them. Yeah, it's about even money. with washed-up rappers, yeah. he used the mechanism to play on them, uh, upon them. So they either said, "I'm going to vote for him," or "I'm not going to vote at all." Well, let me say and this. Not, let me let me say this before I go on. But, just like when I was in the, yeah, when I was in the military, black officers would not vote for Obama. Hmm. He ain't doing that for me. I said, really? Yeah. Well, He's let me not. say this, Vi. Let me say He's this before you go on. Before Vi. you go on, Vi, before y'all go on. I don't want this mm -hmm. to be a beat up session. I got to just say, you know, big kudos to black folks in general, man. For, for I mean, we showed out as a whole overall at the polls, man. The worst thing that 45 did was tell his base not to use mail-in. That was dumb. <laughs> that was it killed him. That was dumb. It that killed him. <laughs> so, so all all that him. all that talk about don't trust the mail, don't trust mail in. You know, black folks use that absentee ballot to the hilt, and and that's why you see, you know, uh, a record number, almost seventy five thousand, and they're not really finished counting votes yet. Uh, as, as as we you know take this podcast, he's well. I think over seventy five thousand. I mean, I'm sorry, not a thousand. I'm sorry, seventy five million uh, in terms of the popular vote. And but but the thing is, Trump is at seventy million up from sixty two. He went from sixty two to seventy. So and what does that say? I mean, I got to ask one question, y'all. You know, 
for my white friends who listen to the podcast. Okay. For my white friends, who the fuck were y'all watching the last four years? <laughs> because, because we didn't see the same president, obviously, you know, they went up, he went for him to go up in the popular from 62, uh. 62, nine, almost 63 <laughs> back in 2016 to 70. Who the fuck were y'all watching? That's, no, that's like the men. What are the white, more white, white women, women. Trump this year. Yeah, so that's why I say white to my white friends, to my white friends who <laughs> who I know who 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 will be honest and straight up with me. Who we're leaving something out here? What's we're that? Leaving something out. What are we leaving out? And that there's a segment of the population that was not old enough to vote for him in 2016. Ah, that were able to vote now. Yes, I mean. To me, that don't matter. And there's a segment, I mean, yes, just across the board, every ethnic group. But again, I say there are, you know, and it's interesting because I have a cousin and I, my sister don't even speak to him anymore. He is maybe it's military. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, oh, Trump is great. He's helped this country and uh, he did everything he said he was going to do. I said, so tell me why we have um, one in nine people are still homeless. They haven't gotten jobs. These jobs he's created, mm-hmm. from what I've seen, it just really just, it's just for the working poor. And I, I, it really makes me shake my head how somebody who's doing worse than they were doing four years ago or not doing any better, they still voted for him. I'm like, okay, are you, uh, am I missing some pie in the sky that you see that I don't see? Well, it's a, it's a gig. I'm, These are gig like economy jobs. bad behavior. Yeah. If yeah. you make my situation worse, I'm done with you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and to, to your point, Tanya B, the jobs, and, and, and it was really uncovered during the COVID, you know, with COVID-19, a lot of these jobs are gig economy jobs. You know, when it comes right. down, you, you're talking about people who, you know, are driving Lyft, Uber, you know, right. these are these these are jobs and, and they, they pay a, a quote unquote wage, but they they don't give you benefits. But, but nope. you know, it's it's a gig. You know, we're talking right. about the gig economy. So hopefully, you know, moving forward and, and I'm telling you, COVID-19 revealed that when, it, it, you know, we're seeing uh, why that the economy is really kind of fragile, you know, when when everything hits. So. I, I agree with you, but but we we do. I mean, that's the question. My my question, you know, to to white folks is, hey, you know, who are y'all? And and the other thing, I think a lot of people, a lot of people were looking at their four hundred one ks. You know, um, they looked at the four hundred one ks and said, shit, damn, you know, the ones with four hundred one ks, you know, things ain't that bad for a lot of folks with four hundred one ks. You know, and and those, well, a lot of them don't look like us. Huh? Yeah. A lot of them- don't look, they don't look like me. I, I looked at my 401k. I almost started to cry. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying, though, right? You you understand what I I'm do. saying. Yeah, I, I do. do. Well, Absolutely. just just a couple of things, a couple of other points. Um, you know, again, I, I got to give black folks, man, because without black folks, there would be no Biden. You know, without uh, Clyburn in South Carolina, there would be no Biden without that whole situation because he was he was pretty much dead in the water. Uh, so, so I was glad to hear in his, in his victory speech, um, that he, he thanked the African-American community and he said, you know, thanks for having my back. And, and, you know, Simone Sanders, who uh, does his, uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, he's his senior advisor. One of the senior advisors, uh, said that, uh, you know, 
he would be looking out. Now we got to hold him to that. And that's, you know, hopefully all the black podcasts who do politics, make sure we make sure we need to, we need to definitely hold them to that. We just can't get caught up in the euphoria and, and a lot of the symbolism and really, you know, make sure that these guys put tangible things on the table that benefit the, the, the black community. I mean, that's, that's critical. The other thing, you know, I got to say another kudos to Stacey Abrams who kicked ass. I mean, you know, and, and y'all know I'm from, by you from Georgia. I am. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. I mean, to see Georgia go blue is. is and my, my city went blue. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's freaking miraculous. And, 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 my, and my point is, you know, Stacey Abrams doesn't always get all the now you, you hear about AOC, you hear about some of the other folks. They get all because, you know, the I guess the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. But she's done a phenomenal dro- job on the ground, getting people registered, making sure that things are done right. You know, staying on top of these, you know, these little Kemp flunkies that are trying to suppress the vote in Georgia. And, you know, and, and we don't have much time, I guess, as we take the podcast within a few days, we got to start voting for the runoff uh, that's coming up. Yep. Uh, so so I'll talk. Yeah, that, that yeah. we got to keep we got to keep it on. Yeah, we right. don't, it. Just, don't just sit down. It's just we have to just get started. Mm-hmm. And the fire that people have had the last three, four, five weeks mm-hmm. needs to continue, you know, not just on December 1st when we can start to, you know, start the runoff of proceedings mm-hmm. and not in January because it wasn't in 2022. Mm-hmm. There will be the next several years. Yeah. That there's, there's still much work to be done. So if I don't say anything, you know, people, people get ready. because It's going to be big. I mean, you've got, it's not over. We're just getting started. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have to, you know, it, it, because if not, what's going to happen with Joe Biden is what happened with Obama. You Everybody have Joe that has control of everything and he won't be able to get a doggone thing done. And they'll say, well, he didn't do anything. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. So, you know, there's more to one step, more than one step to this process. So I just want to encourage people, please, please, please. In the word, that, in the name and on the soul of James Brown, please don't let this be. On the soul the of John Lewis. <laughs> okay. John Lewis, the Vivian, uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Lowry, yes. Ralph David Abernathy, Dr. King. Hell, we even put Jesse Jackson up in there. Absolutely. But but he's, we got Raf, uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock uh, in the runoff with Kelly Leffler, or as I like to call her, Ann Coulter Jr. Uh, you know, that's one of the center, Senate seats. And Joel Osloff, um, who's really never won a race. Um, and against uh, David Perdue. Uh, and, and we're going to see a lot of money, a lot of folks coming in here. I mean, what's his name? Andrew Yang has already announced that he's moving to Georgia uh, yes. to help. Uh, the, the the networks have already announced that uh, they're basically going to set up shop in Georgia. So throughout the state, if you live in Georgia, you, you listen to the podcast in Georgia, man, your neighborhood might have trucks just rolling through consistently, especially you, Tanya. I they're already <laughs> they are already here. If I were to open my window, yeah, you would think it was yesterday. Yeah. Between the trucks, people still blowing the horn, still mm. hoop hoop hooping, yeah. blowing the whistle that they had probably in the club last night and the air horn. But you know what else? I think um Pete Buttigieg is also gonna you know, get into this whole thing. And you know, people I, I hope John Ossoff, you know, I said he 
<laughs> well, no, you know, baby steps. If we can't get rid of both of them, please, Lord. Um, no, uh, you know, at least he will. You know, he's gotten this far, and you know, before he uh, closed his eyes, John uh, John Lewis actually endorsed John yes. Ossoff. So, yeah, and he used to I work for him. Not, yeah, go ahead. Yep, you're right. Not in poor taste. He needs to resurrect those ads again, just to jar people. And let me let me mention this, Tanya, uh, about Ossoff. Well, about Raphael Warnock too. This whole situation, these guys moving here. Stacey Abrams needs to lead this thing. You know, she understands well, yeah. the state. Um, she knows her white people, you know, in terms of, you know, what the state, how it's comprised. I mean, I never saw a black candidate move and navigate through the state of Georgia in all these rural areas the way Stacey Abrams did it. Oh. So she truly hey. understands he did her thing. the state. You know Trump called, you know Trump called Kemp and cussed him out. Oh, yeah. I can't do that. No, yeah. all the way up as he quarantined and he might have COVID. Okay. But we know one thing about Stacey Abrams is like that quiet giant. She's like the Mac in the back. And because we have so much work to still do here in Georgia, mm. I always felt that, okay, there'd be a cabinet position of her choice that she could take. But honestly, mm. I'm hoping mm. that that doesn't happen because we still need her here in we Georgia. We need her here. Well, you know, let to do what needs to be done, yeah. and clearly, she's a mover and a shaker. And she don't have to be all up in the video. Mm -hmm. She just gets it done. Well, and let I me say, you know, yeah, go ahead, Tanya. She, go ahead. she can, but she can take him job next time. Yeah, Tanya B, what'd you say to wrap up? Because I got one more thing about. No, no I say, you know, we just she's one to watch, and it, it, interestingly enough, um, with what's been going on in Atlanta. You know, it's almost like if if I think if Stacey Abrams had run for mayor of Atlanta, she'd be the mayor. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, uh, our mayor Bottoms, she's now been uh, renamed Red Carpet Keisha because people are starting to feel like she is too much on the red carpet and not too much in city, not enough in city hall now. Yeah. So, you know, I think if she is going to look at re-election, she needs to clean house, start cleaning up her house now yeah, and maybe you know, not do so much of, of the red carpet activity. I agree. I agree. I agree. And, but I, I will say this, another thing, takeaway, um, Lindsey Graham is back. He won his seat. Um, yeah. Don, uh, Mitch, what's his name? Mitch McConnell Mitch, won his seat. Yeah. And, and with that being said, with the amount of money, um, what, a couple of hundred million that they spent between these two races, Tom Perez needs to go. Now, now they are, and Tom Perez runs the DNC. He's the president. He's, he's in, in, in the front guy. Um, word is that Biden is considering him for a cabinet position. Um, whatever they can do to send him away, to kind of get him out of the way. And, and, and honestly, I know y'all may not like it, but I think Stacey Abrams need to, needs to be in that position because the problem with the DNC, like Nancy Pelosi is not a good front person. She's stumbling, bumbling, you know, even though she might have the best connections out in San Francisco in that area. And, and I respect her history. It, it's just even between her and, and Chuck Schumer, you know, y'all, y'all ever, Chuck reminds me of the guy on the Munsters. He reminds me of grandpa. Whenever he comes up, it's like grandpa Munster. You, you know what I'm saying? When, oh, if you put a week on Nancy, she could be Lily, but the two of them be like, <laughs> nah, she can't be Lily. Was Lily, was Lily yeah, the fine one? Agree. If Stacey <laughs> is going to do anything else, let her run the DNC, but she needs to stay in Georgia. No, Lily was the fine one. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to at least be here till we get uh until this uh oh yeah the Senate race is over. Well, I would we say have right, we have 
Yeah, go ahead. 2022 coming, y'all. 2022 will be here before you know it. Well, the biggest thing happening now, period, is Georgia right now. Okay. So if you put Stacey in charge, you know, after it's all over, just transition her to DNC chair. Make her the DNC chair. I think Stacey would do a much better job than Tom Perez. And I think the DNC needs to look at because, you know, I think we all agree. Uh, We all, and, and, and Tanya B, you come from a messaging background. The messaging in the DNC is horrible, you know, and, and, and Tanya B, you made an excellent point about the youth vote. You know, you had people who couldn't vote, who are ne- who, who after four years, they could vote. They're young. The, the young white vote is going, went to Trump, you know, that, that young white vote and the messaging that we're giving or that we're putting out there is not meeting or, or it's not penetrating that youth vote. So I just don't see the current people we have in place overcoming that. I just don't. So hopefully, you know, they'll come to their senses, but you know, I know power shit. I mean, you know, power is addictive and these guys want to hang on to power, but, but we, you know, and, and you know, I'm an, I'm more independent, but I hate to see people. I, I just hate to see shit fuck up this bad. It's just like, you can see the train wreck. You know, you see the train coming. I just see it coming. They're not going to pick up any more years. It's stalled, but let me, I, I just remind one thing yeah. for anybody who's listening. Yeah. And if you're in the state of Georgia, if you have man, woman, chick, child, niece, babysitter, whomever, mm-hmm. if they turn 18 by January 5th of 2021, they are eligible to vote in the runoff elections that will determine uh, you know, things like, like even though McConnell and that other guy are still in there. Mm-hmm. And you have until December 7th also to register to vote. But yep. if you turn eight, 18 by 1-5-21, you can vote in these runoff elections, young people. So let's get some of these young people out here. Call Millennial Nick. Tell him to call his friend and call Peanut and them and make sure they take advantage of this. Yeah, so a lot of people think, oh, I'm not going to be old enough. Again, trickery in the trickeration and voter suppression. So, again, if you're going to be 18 years old, by January the 5th of 2021, you are eligible to vote in the runoff elections. You have until December 7th, mm-hmm. yep. December 7th, to register to vote. So please pass that on. Yeah, and, and go to the website. And I'll make sure I have this on the podcast page. Georgia.gov. It's Georgia.gov. Just go there. Uh, you can check your, I mean, well, if you've already voted uh, and, and you're eligible you can check your check your voter status. And, and just like Tanya B said, you have until December 7th and there's a voter registration link on that page, too. So so you can get pretty much everything done when it comes at, at Georgia. Georgia is going to be critical. Y'all, y'all, I mean, Georgia is going to be on the freaking map. I'm just here. To yeah. tell you. I mean, the it's amount of money like they're going to spend. I'm, what's that? Just like Pennsylvania is now as yeah. well. Yeah, I agree. But this is going to be huge. This is going to be massive. Every day from here on, probably starting what we take the podcast on a Sunday, Monday after the this is the next Monday, the week after the election, man. You're going to see so many trucks in Georgia coming in here, man. These these uh, news trucks. It's going to be ridiculous. Just like a couple. I said, yeah, go ahead. Already here. Mm-hmm. Anybody who can do a short-term rental or uh, what, I don't know, Airbnb, if they still even do that now because of COVID. But trust me, people will be ringing your phones. Can I rent a room out of your house? Because like I said, these trucks and these, you know, the news, it's almost like how 
um, you know, when there's some kind of scandal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In, on the news media just descends on a city or a certain section. They are, I mean, of course, all eyes are on Atlanta, mm-hmm. but they're, like I said, they're already here. I think the minute they call the election, a lot of switches will flip. And, you know, like I said, they're already here. I'm old, I, I'm I, old school, I, Tanya B. I'm I old school. It. So, you know what it's going to be like? I'm old school. It's going to be like the OJ trial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, or I don't think it's not not been. I don't know how much other um, news media has been in Atlanta since, unfortunately, the Atlanta child murders yeah. and uh, uh, um, the Olympics in '96 when the bomb went off. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like the Olympics again. So, can yeah. I get a? You got a corner? I can sell some t-shirts. Can I just sell some t-shirts over by your apartment? Well, um, you know, look, you got to get past the gate to get into my spot. But um, give me a corner. Is, give, me a little, um, give me a little table in a corner. Well, no, historic Butler Street Baptist Church, which is across the street yes. from, from me, yeah. which is also a, well was a polling place. Yeah, they have actually been uh, allowing vendors and small businesses to actually sell T-shirts and things go. along that line. There you go in the church parking lot. Oh, hey. there, you go. there you go. I'm gonna get me a table. You you gonna you come out, help me help me out there, Vi? Vi, you gonna help? <laughs> Look, Vi say hell no. Um, hmm. moving right along. Moving right along. Hey, but anyway, y'all, and I got to thank Millennial Nick because because I was I was going off on AOC. And, and Millennial had to set me straight about the young vote and the progressive vote. So shout out to Millennial helps us produce the show. And, and you know, he was trolling me today, um, you know, via text, um, you know, on on my 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 stand, my views on progressive, <laughs> the progressive leg of the party. So, you know, so he was setting me straight on some stuff. So shout out to Millennial Nick for 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 pu- for pushing that youth vote and that youth, you know, whatever you call it, progressive leg. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yes. Hey, hey, y'all, let's do this. Uh, you know, definitely. And, and you know, again, kudos. Big shout out again. And I got to just do it again. Wow. I mean, Saturday was just. Just, you know, re- regardless of 45 over there, you know, pitching a fit, acting crazy. Even even Melania has said, dude, give up. <laughs> Melania, Jared, Jared has stepped up. George W. Bush has a statement out. Um, Mitt Romney came out today. They're all telling him to concede. They're like, Mitt, Dude, just give up. Mitt ain't no, Mitt ain't no surprise. Though. No, Mitt's not a surprise. But my, when when your wife says, "Hey, dude, hey, uh, you know, give up," I think no, I'm surprised by honey because I think she's ready to go. She re- somebody said she had a truck. <laughs> somebody uh, said she had a truck out front Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. She probably doing a praise dance. She probably, I say on the low low, she more than likely voted for Biden anyway. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They need to check her voting record. <laughs> she probably ready to get out of there. She ready to go. Hey y'all, let's do this. Uh, we, we're gonna let's take a let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with Tanya B's too. Y'all gonna do? Let's do that, okay? Children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. 
Sipping the Tea with Tanya B. All right, all right. You know what time it is. Let's do it. Lord, everybody, turn the fan on. Start off with the fan on low. It's going to get a little hot in here. Uh, Before I start anything, can we just give a five on it? I don't know who or where Judge James Bass is, but he gets five on it from me. Why? I'm glad you asked. Because he has denied the Trump administration's request to pause voting or the vote counting, rather, in Georgia and Pennsylvania. So five on it to Judge Bass. Go, Judge Bass. Do your thing. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's get through the prayer list really quickly. Uh, You know, everyone's favorite weatherman, Al Roker, uh, disclosed this week on the Today Show that he is battling prostate cancer. The Mm. cancer was caught early, but it's an aggressive form of cancer, and he will be getting surgery this coming week. So prayers up for Al Roker. Big time. Um, And just want to remind people, check your status, check your status. You know, oh, I don't want to get my nose, you know, I guess feeling like they're being personally invaded, but if it is uh, the difference between life and death. You know, I say most people would cho- would choose life. And I said, if you don't believe me, ask Charlie Wilson. He is a prostate cancer survivor. And it also was uh, something that was multi-generational in his family. He caught it early. And, you know, Charlie is 67. He is still dipping it and doing it. And to look at him, you would never know. Uncle Charlie! You know Charlie Wilson? <laughs> Uncle Charlie, yeah. Big time. Okay. Okay. Um, also want to say, um, I guess we'll say, you know, prayers up. Uh, the rapper, the baby, he went, was very uh, transparent, went on social media, said he's going through it and he's actually going to therapy. He lost his brother earlier this week. And I'm hearing conflicting stories because one story said that his brother was shot to death. And then I uh, found out last night that um, this young man uh, took his own life. So wow. you know, life is fragile. Mm-hmm. And then there was a crazy club shooting in Georgia. Uh, I don't know. I feel real old. I don't know uh, King Vaughn. I just know that he came to Atlanta from Chicago. He's affiliated with this rapper called Lil Durk. I don't know what he sings either. But again, at the club, an altercation ensues. Bullets start flying. Um, uh, Again, conflicting reports say that the bullets that killed uh, King Vaughn may have been fired from the gun of a Atlanta police officer because the police got involved in the kerfuffle. But again, here you have another young uh, man who's lost his life, age 26. And I believe he leaves behind two children. Mm. You know, I just say, was it worth it? Was it worth it? The was footage it worth looks it? crazy. Have you seen the footage? They showed the uh, the footage on foot- Yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to look at, you know, and um, mm. it's it's it's, it's just unfortunate. And um, <laughs> I got to say this, you know, it, everything you think is not what it seems. We've got this rapper Future. You know, Future's got 10 kids and about eight baby mamas. And I guess they all thought that he was a come up because he was the hot boy for a minute. Most recent baby mama, this chick named Eliza Rain is about to beat Eliza Payne. Why? I'm glad you asked because she was trying to get $52,000 a month in child support. Now Future's like, I can't tour. I'm broke. I don't have any money. Wait, I'm living in a two-bedroom with my uh, business manager, and he's living here free with me, so I don't have to pay him. And the jewelry that I wear, what we all know, is fake. Wow, a two-bedroom with his manager? (laughs) Yes. Yes, honey. Damn. So his manager manager broke, too. 
Mm. And I'm sure Sierra's probably sitting somewhere laughing because she don't need him. Carl Russell. Um, you know, after <laughs> after uh, it's four years, uh, rapper mm. Eve and actress Eve is leaving the talk show. The oh talk no, not Eve. Door. Oh, you know, Gerald Underwood and Sharon Osbourne are the OGs. It's, but they've had a revolving door but she said she wants to you know stay over across the pond with her billionaire husband and that she may uh, actually want to focus on starting a family but you know what I watched the show right and I noticed everybody else was on the set and they had her on the the huge screen you know and I was wondering I I guess you know she's she's kind of tired of it I mean she's already she doesn't need any money she doesn't need the money no, you know. and she actually, you know, because she's living over across the pond, just the flying back and forth was no longer an option. Damn. I hate, I look, I, I, man, Eve, Eve was, you know, even the TV show, when she was doing the TV show, man, Eve, um, <laughs> you know, surprising how talented she, she became, um, you know, but anyway, you know. No, she really, she really has, I mean, come a long way. And she said, I was a stripper, but I wasn't a good one because I didn't last and I got fired. So, you know, the stigma of saying, oh, she was a stripper. She was a stripper. She's like, I was the worst one ever. <laughs> it didn't last that long. So, you know, she's, you know, who knows what she's got going on across the pond, you know. And, and one thing I will say, you know, she really has come a long way and kind of stepped into her own. You never know what's going to come from Eve. So yeah. I expect big things to come from her, even if she is across the pond. Yeah, and she stepped away from that sex tape. <laughs> if y'all remember, remember the Eve sex tape. Wait, CCJ. <laughs> <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay, are we going to talk about uh, Mel B? Mel B. Now the B stands for broke. That's about what, what? she's about to become. Um, she now has no job and no income. No more America's Got Talent. That little Yang 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 Spice Girls. Uh, reunion tour she did you know that money has dried up she's been going through this messy divorce but she's got a daughter uh, her daughter Iris Angel who's 13 years old fathered by Eddie Murphy who initially denied paternity of the child well he's been giving Mel B $25,000 a month but Mel B said her legal fees from the divorce are like a half million and that she's got to pay that buster husband of hers uh, I think 23000 a month so now what? she wants to take Eddie back to court in 60 days, uh, open up his financials because she wants more money. That's crazy. Five more years, she's not going to get any money because the girl's going to be 18. Well, you know, I guess she's trying to get some of that Netflix money Eddie got. You know? Netflix money, he got that uh, Coming to America 2 money, which is going to be more. Yeah, but um, supposedly um, she's you know, and it made me, everybody probably has done at least one thing that they would probably do differently. Mm. But Mel B, this whole thing with the drinking and the drugging and the sex parties and sleeping with the nannies, it really has not um, benefited her with all of these things coming forth, whether she did them with the husband or not. But she's the true Scary Spice. <laughs> she lived mm. up to Scary Spice, didn't she? Damn. Mel B put the B in broke. Yeah. <laughs> she said she's, you know, oh. and if she files bankruptcy, sometimes things like child support and those types of legal fees and, you know, palimony, alimony are not exempt if you file bankruptcy. All right. Oh, no. All right, Eddie. Hold on, Eddie. Hold on. All right. What else you got? Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about dumb rappers. <laughs> oh, we got. Do we have to look at Vibe? Vibe already turned the mic off. <laughs> okay, let me just say this. Don't hurt Vibe like that. Come on. Ones, but this, this other ding dong rapper called Little Pump. Well, he came out 
after Lil Wayne mm-hmm. um, and endorsed 45, and now his fans are turning on him. Yeah. So I just say, and Pump said he was going to leave the country if 45 was not reelected. So in the words of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys, I say, bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye Pump, and you can take <laughs> dump with you. And then, they, and then they call him at the Trump rally, Lil Pimp. Yeah, Lil, Lil Pimp. Pimp. Yeah, he called him Lil Pimp. Yeah, Lil, exactly. <laughs> Such, exactly. Better Damn. call Percent Michelle and run a room out from her. Let me ask you, Tanya B, from a from a from an entertainment standpoint, okay? All these guys who have supported Forty Five and come out and endorsed them, what's what's their next step? I mean, even to the point. I mean, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna start there first, but I'm gonna ask you about on CNN, uh, Van Jones too. But I, but first, the rappers. What's their next step? Look at you. Look at Cube. You look at Lil Wayne, Lil Pump. What, what, what's the next thing for them? What do you think? They're going to have to go on a redemption tour because, like I say, they're basically a bunch of washed-up rappers that nobody really cares about. Mm-hmm. And you see, as soon as Chelsea Hamlin told 50 Cent she yeah. wouldn't give him anymore, he flipped the script and said, okay, never mind, I'm going back to the Biden side. Well, I'm, I'm just well, looking at The reason I ask you is I look at Chrisette Michelle, and she was decimated. I mean, that her involvement with that inauguration, man, Right. She never recovered. The never. Girl, she said she was suicidal behind that. But again, you look at all, with the exception of maybe Ice Cube. Yeah. Or you look at Little Pump, Little Wayne, uh, whoever. Most of them, like I said, they're so hot, hopped up on lean weed and pills and liquor, you know. It just doesn't I'm gonna matter? Take, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to care about somebody who mixes Sprite with Robitussin. No. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's almost like who cares? Even we see Waka Flocka got real quiet. And when you finish up, when you hit your last story, I want to ask you about Van Jones crying on CNN. And and, and it kind of ties no. into that. But I want to ask you, but go ahead. Keep going. Keep rolling. <laughs> I want to ask you that last. I, I want to end, end that. All right. I got, I, I got two more quick things. Okay, okay. let's do it. Um, the Dumb Donkey Stupid Award goes to the mother of this incarcerated rapper. She's so dumb, I won't say her name. Not ignorant. She just dumb, donkey, stupid. Uh, this rapper, uh, YNW Melly, mm-hmm. she threw him a birthday party with strippers. Mind you, he is in jail. So she hired what? strippers to go out and perform outside of his jail cell window. Now, he's the one that made what? that song, I Got Murder on My Mind. Uh. And he's currently in jail for two counts of first degree murder. And he's a suspect in the murder of a sheriff's deputy. Now, you know, when you are accused of killing somebody in law enforcement, mm-hmm. And he's in a state that has a death penalty. He can kiss. He can do. He can kiss it up to God. He's done. So did they let the did they let the strippers finish? Did they let them? Well, uh, <laughs> let's just say it wasn't a performance. Say what? The performance was abbreviated. It, it was abbreviated. That's your, question, that's your question, mate. Did they get to finish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, damn. <laughs> I, I had they got paid. <laughs> on that side of the prison, including the guards okay. and the men in the tower, they got to see what was going on. So yeah, if I'm, if I'm a guard, if I'm a guard, they get to finish. Advise <laughs> the guard. <laughs> okay, and lastly, I just want to ask. I got a question. Yeah. Okay. Now, it, is is you know how there are fads, things that come and go and come and go, and it seems like the fad of the month, if you will. 
is being with a transgender woman. Is that the new thing? Because last week I talked about Darius McCrary, a.k.a. Eddie Winslow, and his uh, fiance, I guess, Sydney Starr. They stunting and preparing to get on marriage boot camp. And now this week, you know, it's it's, uh, former G-Unit rappers, Young Buck, and what's his name? The Game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean... If yeah. you want to stand and walk in your truth, that's all well and good. But if you're going to use an already persecuted segment of the population for a come up when you are washed up, you get what the hell you. you well, I mean, but you but you know what? I think it comes down. You got to ask those guys why, what what their rationale is. But again, but then again, it's 2020, y'all. I mean, it's 2020, and the you know the community. That I mean, you LGBTQIA rights are front and center. So, you know, maybe back in the 90s, you know, uh, or earlier, but, but you know, it's 2020. So, you know, in a lot of cases, uh, it's homophobic to say otherwise, you know, that they can't, you know, and, and that you can't have something true. So, you know, I, I to each his own, you know, just let them do their thing. And if it's true and they're not using them, you know, they're not using them. So be it. Huh? Say what? And because, you know, get you a little bit of, you know, notoriety. Yeah. You know, th- that's, that, those are all the wrong reasons because trans women are being killed. Yeah. At, at astronomically high numbers. You don't even hear about it. There was a, a woman that got killed um, in Philadelphia and this guy murdered her and uh, cut her legs off and threw her up by the side of the uh, river. Oh, but do you know if, if you know it to be true? That these guys are just using it for doing it for publicity, then of course. But if if it's true, and you know, so I mean, it's twenty twenty. You know, it, it's I mean, LGBT. I, I mean, you. I mean, you, we're talking about is. Obama. Look, Obama changed the game. Whether whether we want to believe it or not, I mean, LGBTQ rights and 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 you know, gay marriage. You know, it's front and center. So you know, you 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 know, we're in a different. This is like post civil rights. You know, so yeah, you know, it ain't it ain't like uh, what is it. Uh, what was the uh, the loving case? <laughs> you know, Supreme Court. I mean, we're beyond that. This is 2020. I mean, the, it, they have the right. The rights, gay marriage, and they, and they front do. and center. But they, they, when they, was the last time you heard about anything that Young Buck or the game did that was hot? The last thing I remember about the game was him getting sued for sexually violating a woman and he had to pay her. Yeah, Young yeah. Buck, don't give up. No. Well, I mean, I think you got to, I mean, even with uh, Darius, what's his name? Darius, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eddie, Eddie Winslow. Darius, again, he's been on the edge for a while. Yeah. So with him, he may be standing and walking in his truth. This is not his first, you know, dalliance with, you know, something that is, you know, outside of what we know as a traditional man-woman relationship. Don't forget, he was married to that girl, Superhead. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, I know this was your last one. I want to ask you about Van Jones. Okay. Van, did y'all see Van Jones crying on on CNN? Did you see it, by? Yes, I did. Okay. Tanya B, did you see Van and and his commentary? I thought I could take. I was like, yeah. FOA. You are. You know, he, go ahead. No, go ahead, he Tanya might have B. Here, but based on his not too distant history. Yeah. You know, you know, and some people like, oh, you know, and maybe, you know, again, maybe his mindset has changed, but Yeah. I don't I think it was, yeah. I, I thought it was like 
Yeah, that's not, that not the first time he don't did that though. Well, he always emotional on that show. Though. Well, I don't. I don't think. Well, look, let me let me say this, and I'll and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll kind of frame it. I'll kind of frame it because I want y'all to understand what I'm saying. You I know, can make I him cry I, right now. If I, wanted to. <laughs> I don't think he's ever on the air. I don't think he's ever said anything truly, except the fact that he he screwed up and and said Kamala Harris came out to Beyonce when she really came out to to Mary J. Blige. You know, they just snatched his black card. For, for for doing that, but you but, know who his ex wife is? Who who's his ex? Who his ex wife? Van Jones's wife that he's either divorced or about to get divorced from mm-hmm. is Jimmy Carter. He's remember his brother Billy Carter who always got in trouble. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. I remember Billy. Yeah, Billy Carter's daughter is Van Jones's oh, soon to be okay. ex wife. So. Oh wow. Wow. Well, I, I just want y'all to keep this in mind with Van. Okay, He's a Democrat. Yeah, Van. Van initially was on. He he was working for the Obama administration, and they gave him. He was the Green Czar, you know, and that just went south. I think they fired him because there's something something was going on. I don't want to you know jump to a conclusion, but he didn't make it through that gig. Okay, uh, so he, I know what happened. Well, we, I'm gonna get into that. You can get into that in just no, a minute. I'm just no, kind of I'm, framing I'm not gonna it. Say. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just framing it, and and it just seems to me he, he jumped on board with uh, the Kim Kardashian, uh, and and supposedly I think he he wrote or or had something to do with the uh, with uh, the prison release. Um, the uh, what, what is it, man? Come on, Tanya, be help me out. The um, the, the law. prison product. Did those people vote for Donald Trump? Because he sort of tried to parade that Alice Johnson. He tried to oh, yeah. Yeah. temper like put so, all corner. Yeah, so he trip. was involved in all that. Okay, so 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 he was involved in that. He took picture, pictures with Kushner. Uh, he hugged up with you know Candace Owens. Um, you know, so you know, and then you know, of course, he's got the show, and, and CNN continues to use him as as a left. You know, the the the, the pundit on the left. And it just seems to me he's kind of an opportunist because he knows Biden is now going to be in yep. office. So he, he kind of he's kind of he, he's the master of positioning himself for the next gig, for the next opportunity. So I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you see him hugged up with Stacey Abrams somewhere in, in, in <laughs> you know. No, no uh, and he's going to have to because Kamala pulled his car. Because don't forget, she was in the Bay Area when he messed up that whole green initiative. Oh. So he probably can't even call her. Wow. <laughs> Good point. Good mm-hmm. point. I just wanted to ask you Thank about you. it, just, you know, what people thought. Because they, they, they dragged him on social media, man. Yeah. I didn't know he'd done all that. They said he, they said, I think, or they really call him a phony because he hooked up with Trump and uh, Jared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just, he's, a lot of people just label him. As an opportunist, I mean, not necessarily true to any any ideals. You know, it's just who's who's you know who's in power. Whoever's in power, he's there. Yeah, media whore, sellout, whatever. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. There you go. Hey, just a couple of, couple of things uh, before we get ready to wrap up. Um, New Orleans and Tampa Bay tonight as we take the podcast. And what the hell, bye. I just want to ask you this: You not a long, just thirty second answer. But how in the hell is Omar Epps going to let Pittsburgh lose to? Uh, I call him Omar Epps, you know, Tomlin. How's he going to let Dallas is about to be? Is Dallas about to be Pittsburgh? That's all I got to say because <laughs> it ain't looking. Omar Epps should be on the team. Then. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? And, maybe they're winning uh, over. Maybe they're winning overconfident. Nineteen fifteen. You know they got a. You know as we take the podcast, the the, the, the monitors on. The other thing is, um, you know, you got Brady tonight. Just stuff on TV. 
Um, and this will be done by the time, you know, the podcast airs. But New Orleans and Tampa Bay is going to be a great one with Breeze versus Brady. Fargo, of course, I got to check out. Fargo's getting crazy, Tanya B. I mean, now. Let me say, I, I got to tape it tonight because uh, do you know what's coming on at 10 o'clock tonight? What's coming on at 10? Uh, on the Epic channel. And if you don't have it now, it's a good time to go get that, uh, you know, seven fourteen day free trial and then pay like 99 cents a month. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, documentary called By Whatever Means Necessary. And it's actually gets the story of uh, the life and times of the Godfather of Harlem, Bucky <sighs> Johnson and Malcolm X. I saw that. I saw that. So that's on tonight. And they're yeah. probably going to run it on demand. It's going to be on demand. too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, real quick, my, you know, and, and a lot of other stuff because all the Christmas stuff is dropping right now. We're in, we're in November. New England and the, can Cam Cam can't afford to lose against the Jets. I, that's all I got to say. Uh, this <laughs> this this is us uh, is on Tuesday night. Uh, love that show. I got to get caught up on it. though, way behind for you, Vi, um, on Peacock uh, nine o'clock on Friday night It's free. <laughs> Uh, Amber, the Amber Ruffin show. Amber, let me tell y'all, I love Amber, man. Funny. Amber is fun. That show is fun. Vi is free. Okay, so your 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 mention your mission is. How you do that, man? I own everything. I own Hulu. I own Netflix. So, I own so, you, so you can't add anymore. You know what? I thought Robin Thede in the Black Eyed show was like funny, funny, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber Ruffin, I'm telling you, just oh. like you're laughing right now, Vi. You will be laughing. Am I lying, Tommy? Oh, no, I'm she's, not. She's you hilarious. And did y'all did y'all think? Uh, did you see uh, Dave Chappelle? Did, did you think it was funny? Um, um, I think, but I know. I love one thing he said. It was good. I mean, he was. I thought he was a little serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, two things. No, two things. And I know. I don't know why he felt he had. He could have been just as, as impactful. And as as relative, if he didn't use it, and where I know he tried to kind of snare it at the end, but I don't think it was necessary. The other thing that he said that made so much sense, he said, thank God for COVID because it's kept all the mass murderers in the house. He said, one thing that has not happened since COVID came up, we haven't had any mass shootings. We were having them almost every week. Now we don't have them. Yeah, he and was, he did call and he did call Trump a racist. Yeah, he was he was kind of right about that. Well, definitely right. <laughs> definitely right about that one. Oh yeah, about that too. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the reason why he called me racist is because he said the Kung Fu virus. Yeah, the Kung Flu. He said, he said, he said, he's a, he, not only not only is he a racist, but he's hilarious. He said, I'm supposed to be doing that joke, dude. You took my joke. <laughs> the, exactly. the other thing, the other thing too, yo, that that Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben. <laughs> nah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I got to give it to SNL because it's been kind of dry. Yeah, that was, that was funny. See, Keenan did exactly. Keenan did Uncle Ben. Yeah. He makes Kenan. an impact, and that was funny. He laughed so hard his teeth fell out. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, Kenny did exactly what a black man said. We selling each other out. Yeah, it was hilarious. You get fired. You got to get fired. The old, the all star. He was no. I'm sorry. The, the all state man. Uh, and Dennis Haysburg. You know, and it's no, 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 no. That's not his name. Like that. That's not his name. His name is Dennis Haysburg. No, his name is the brother from Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> I know, I know. That little teeny tiny part he had in Waiting to Exhale. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, hey, y'all, I gotta do uh, this. Y'all, y'all know what? Hey, Tanya B, I'm a, I'm gonna shut you up. Hang on, let me, let me. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. All right, I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to do something to Tanya B, Vi, before we do your thing. Here we go. All right, here we go. Ready? You ready, Vi? I'm ready. All right, you ready, man? Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm sorry, Tanya B. You know, you know, you're good <laughs> with me though. <sighs>
Wait a minute. Okay, you ready, Vi? I'm ready, brother. You ready? Okay, here we go. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. All right, my people. This is uh, to try to help us get through this uh, this victory that we have and uh, to remember who we are. To everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck of that which has been planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep, a time to cast away, a time to end and a time to serve, and a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. In other words, people, we have won. Act like you've been there. Say amen, brothers. Amen. Amen. All right, wait a minute. Let me let me bring her back up. I know she's mad now. Hallelujah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I muted myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> is it is it, I have to I have to shut her mic off because she get she get the the Holy Ghost. She get, you know, the Holy Ghost <laughs> and start screaming while you're trying to talk. Hallelujah. I get it. But no, bye. Let me can I just ask you one thing? Can you just repeat the last two lines of, of that spiritual Bible you just dropped, please? A time to love, a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. There you go. And what that says. That says, like I said, like we won. It's time to be peaceful. Time to change. We don't have to be mean like Mr. Trump. We can be better than him. Absolutely. Time to change, y'all. It's time for a change. So hopefully hopefully the country will change. Hey, just a couple of things that we're going to wrap this up, y'all. Y'all know, you know, I started the pod. We, I started the podcast with GP3 back in 2016. I um, remember. You know, Tut ran myself. We did the GP3 podcast, and you know, this podcast is intended to to inform and entertain. You know, we don't have sponsors. We're not beholden to sponsors. But if you want to support, you can. And I appreciate all the support from friends who always step in. But but we're gonna continue this thing. Don't think because 45. Well, he's still kicking and acting an ass you know, like he's going to stay, but don't think that cause he's going away, we're going to stop doing the show. Cause we still have to hold everybody who's in office accountable. I don't care who they are, you know? So, that's right. so we're going to keep doing our thing. Um, but you know, the thing is, I will tell you that the experience being on a podcast from pre 2016 all the way now is, it has been exhausting. Can you, I mean, every week doing a show topical, you know, current events, dealing with news and politics. I mean, I could tell you when Saturday night hit and they made that announcement, it's like a boulder <laughs> rolling off your head, you know? So, yes. you know, and I, so I understand completely how the country feels, man, and why people are crying. But one thing I can say that Van said, at least you can let your kids, if you got young kids, you can let them watch the president speak now. You know, so kudos. <laughs> That's the thing, because you never knew what was going to come out of something. Oh, so I got to say that. And, and you know, Tanya B., 
Uh, before we wrap, you got anything else? The struggle is real and the work must continue. We still have much work to do, people. It's not over. Absolutely not. Absolutely it's not. not. Hey, y'all. With And, you know, with that said, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for the support. We'll be back again next week. We're going to do our thing. We'll let you know about as we approach Thanksgiving what we're going to do. But uh, we appreciate definitely the support. Big shout out to K-Dub. Thank you, man. I uh, appreciate your support. Keep sharing the podcast. You know, our, our biggest fan, man. We just greatly appreciate you. Thanks to all the support team. Uh, you know, definitely uh, Millennial Nick. Thank you, Lady J, for doing her thing and keeping the website and the graphics going. We appreciate you. And uh, with that, y'all, episode number 58 is in the can. And I just got to say, thank you, Jesus. S D N Y. I can't wait. Next thing, Letitia James, we waiting on. And with that said, see ya. Keep hope alive. Oh. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.